You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of That 20 Show. As usual, we're going to talk about different things that celebrities or public figures in Malaysia have gone through in their 20s or are currently going through as they are going through their 20s right now. And on this episode of That 20 Show, you might know this girl from ERA. She's been on air for five consecutive years after winning Penang Five Pop Malaysia back in 2014. Um, right now, she might not be doing radio, but you are still seeing a lot of her on TV. You are seeing her at events. You are seeing her with a lot of K-pop artists. Either she's really with them, or it's being photoshopped. That one you have to find out for yourself. And soon enough, she's going to take up another huge job as a mother. People, that's right. Big big news. It's the one and only Honey Fazil, my very close friend. Hi, Honey. Hi, I knew Honey was going to say Hi, Honey. I knew this was going to come out eventually. <laughs> of course, nah, I have to. It's my trademark. That's right. That's right. So it's very interesting to have Honey here because you are in your late twenties. You're twenty nine in July. Yes. Thanks for remembering my birthday month. Yes, we're both like ten days apart. I, it, it, not ten days. Sorry, twenty days apart. I'm on the fifth of July. Twenty fifth. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. And like I said earlier, Honey is going to take up a job as a mom very soon. You are five months. Pregnant right now, and oh my god, I can, I can still remember the time when I had to keep your secret when you first told me on Facetime that can, I'm expecting a baby, but don't tell anyone. I was like, alama, I did a check the box. Tapi susah nak tell people, and I kept the secret just so you. Exactly. Were you surprised? I contemplated whether or not to tell you because I'm like, boleh ke dini? Like, can or not? Can keep a secret or not? Very sure I trusted you, so. I'm proud of myself. I did. I did. I, I was surprised too, honey. You were not the only one surprised. Believe me. So, honey, as a 29-year-old, I think you've been through so much already. And of course, from the outside, people nampak honey Fazil ni macam you have a smooth sailing career from radio and simultaneously while maintaining your career as a DJ, as a radio announcer, you also had a lot of outside jobs. And not just in Malaysia. You were, you also had like outside jobs even in Korea. You were sent there. Um, have you ever, ever been sent to Korea to interview an artist that side? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, Allah. Which band is this? Which artist? On and off. <laughs> They're actually a rookie group, uh, and they are rising right now. So, yay! There you have it, honey. I mean, you know. So, with all of the things that happened to you throughout your twenties, um, because you you won Penyampai Top Malaysia with Radin, who is still currently on air. Yes. And you were twenty three at the time. Was I? Two thousand fourteen. Were you twenty three? I believe you were. I, I should. I should be. I should be. <laughs> I should. Dang lah, tanya matematik. So I learn matematik ni. Ayo. Yes, PSA people. We are media people. We're not actuaries. So bear with us if our maths are not pristine. Yeah. So when you were 23, very young, and immediately you got a slot at the number one radio station in Malaysia. I'm sure everyone was like, Yo Allah, honey, I'm so lucky. Apa semua tu? But perhaps how was that like? During the first year, did you go through any anxiety starting that new job? Because I know as much as it's a great job, it's still new. It's still foreign for you. Yes, because I started with TV first, and mm-hmm. I never expected myself ending up in radio. Because I'd be like, "Ah, oh, is this my voice? I want my face to be there." You know. Same. I understand. Attention seeker. <laughs> But yeah, the first year was really difficult and tough for me because I had to get used to everything that that was technical. Because being on TV, I mean, you just had to talk in front of the camera. But doing radio is like 
you are the master of your show right. you have to do everything and um it was difficult but because i was just trying to get used to being a radio announcer and getting my own identity on air because mm-hmm. trying to get people to listen is not as easy as someone watching you you know you're right so the first year was like oh my god what am i doing here and everybody's like ah oh, honey are you sure you want to be in a malay radio station because i feel like you speak english more and um i mean even though i was like yeah i can do english shows as well but I used um, that also as my strength because mm-hmm. not everybody can speak fluent Malay. Correct. Um, and and fluent English. Yeah. So I, I I went along with it, and I think towards the end of my second year, only I much um fell in love with my job, and I'm I'm like, okay, you know what, radio is for me. I mean, wow. I At the end of your it took a while. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Took a while because the first year I was still trying to find myself like on radio. Like as a radio announcer, okay? Yeah, as a radio announcer, yeah. I had to find my own identity. I had to get used to things because I think the first part of the first year was more of like, okay, how do I speak? And then how do I speak and panel at the same time? Right. So I was trying to merge two of those together. And yeah, after a while, I'm like, okay, you know what? This is my identity. I managed to bring. K-pop into the Malaysian radio, which I feel, yeah, I mean, it's not like perasa yang macam oh, kau kata kau je yang masukkan. <laughs> but at first, they didn't have my, many Korean songs on radio. I mean, right. even on. But I managed to convince my boss that you know what, I think it's gonna work and I can do this. So I convinced them to come up with Hallyu Era. In which it's yeah. still ongoing right now, even though you're not on the station. That goes to the impact of the show <laughs> until now. <laughs> so proud of you, Ani. So proud of your baby. That you pioneered the show back then. Yes, yes, yes. So, But it's so interesting, yeah. tau, to know that macam it took you a while just to get used to everything to actually fall in love with your job. And I think this also applies to anyone, regardless of whatever career they're currently in. You are in yeah. IT, ke you are an accountant, ke you're a pilot. Because sometimes, I think you know when we first start out in our job, whatever that job is, it takes some time to fall yeah, in love with the job. Yeah, even expect to just like. Oh yeah, I just changed my job, and you know, like, because I have friends who actually, like, from this job goes to this job. Job and hopping like, oh, a lot, I mean, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just a few months. Um, some people they adapt very quickly. Some might take time because you don't know. Some people macam tak suka their job because maybe they're not good at it yet. I don't yes. know. Um, yes. So it is a different process. So it took a while for me. I mean, I love my job, but. I I fell in love with it more, and I felt like okay, I belong here rather than much. First few years, time much. First year, time much. Do I belong here? Is this really me, or am am I just doing right. this for the sake of doing this? So it is different working and working with passion. So it is so true. Thing. And I think because I know you very well, not just from your career, but as a as as a friend, and I know that you're very passionate as a person as well. So I'm sure. You memang try to find that passion because I know that you don't want to do something that you don't have love for, kan, honey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel that if I want to do something, I don't want to do it like, like, okay, just for the sake of doing it. And I want to make sure that I look and sound intelligent while doing it. I don't want macam like, right. okay, okay, just for challenge. So I need asal, to know what buat, I'm doing. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why, like, I really want macam tak ada lah kata perfectionist, but. I wanted to make sure that you know I had everything. 
But within that first two years, right, of you finding yourself on radio, were there any points that you contemplated if you should do it for the long term? Macam, oh my god, should I just stop? Because dah dekat setahun lebih dah ni, tak dapat passion pun lagi. So basically, macam the first year, I was like, oh my god, okay, I won for, I mean, joining the contest, I joined because macam, okay, like people ask me to, macam, why don't you try? So I'm macam, okay, try je lah kan, you never know. Yep. I always thought I ended up doing it like, as a part-time job, not a full-time job. Uh-huh. So, the first year too, macam, oh my god, I don't think I can do this like for five years or like for more than one year because it, everything felt foreign to me and it felt like I was not good at it at all. Okay, because you were stepping out of your comfort zone. Maybe that's how yes. you naturally yes. feel. Yes, yes, yes. And memang macam, I macam, oh, I miss doing TV stuff because when you do full-time radio, like a lot of things you're going to sacrifice. But it was yeah. also how I managed to macam balance up my timing and all. But from the first year, I noticed and realized that there were so many more opportunities that came after I started doing radio. So I think uh, being the workaholic that I am and uh, so I macam, Okay, you know what? I can do this and I got used to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I found myself along the way. Right, right. And then fast forward years later when you got more established in the industry, people saw you like, oh, beyond a radio announcer. You know, you did multiple projects outside of radio. Mm-hmm. Tapi, the more you got invested in the whole K-pop community, I remember how you got a lot of backlash, uh, people who attacked you in the comment section and all that. How do you deal with that? And what was the worst that you've ever encountered so far? Well, of course, when you do something, you can't expect everybody to like you all the time. I Agreed. mean, of course, macam, as a fan of somebody, it's, kita sebagai manusia, of course, will have that envy inside. Macam, so jealous, you know? Some people might just brush it off. Macam, ah, jealous ni, but you're so lucky. But yeah. some might just go crazy and... Aku jealous um, and I want to bring you down. Yeah, yeah. And I understand because most... Uh, of the hate or attacks that I get are from the young fans uh. Uh, who still I feel don't know how to control all these feelings and with the media that they are exposed to they there's no limit yeah no limit no limit so when I was younger I was like that I was like obsessed tapi tak adalah I macam nak hate on somebody sampai go attack I think because, because back then social media wasn't that big tau now yes. there's so many platforms so to some people Yes, and they hide behind all their macam IDs kan, you know? Yeah. So, I guess the worst was of course when um a fan actually uh, DM me and said that okay, there's this WhatsApp group that has been circulating and in there like um a few of the girls um I'm like I fan boys and girls macam saying bad things about me. So, she screenshotted the things what? and uh, sent it to me out of concern macam saying that macam this is not right da, 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 da. good for so you little not, child very good of you very civilized it, to it was not public I mean of course macam we are also human beings kita macam oh my god downnya Tapi, of course yeah I was like quite shocked by I mean it's normal yang orang macam jealous nyampahnya I don't I don't mind like macam, oh my god things like that Tapi yeah. this one was a bit too extreme because a few of them were saying that macam oh my god like I want to kill her you know Ooh. I want to like hentak her kepala dalam longkang and things okay. like that so I'm macam definitely black a cheat yeah but um, 
even when I was younger, I never remember macam no. Macam macam I nak bunuh orang ni. You know, like cross our dia. minds, yeah. Exactly. So I feel that it was a bit too extreme, and um, I actually called them out. I mean, on my social media, but I don't know what happened to them after that because I had the direct contact with them, right? But I I, I posted it. I'm like a lot of people pull up, cakap macam. Why you post? You tak payah layan budak-budak macam ni. Okay, this is the thing. If you ignore a matter and yeah. say macam tak payah layan, they are gonna keep doing it. So we have to also educate these kids that this is not right. You yeah. know, you can't. This is also bullying. Yes, very you know? true. How yeah. affected were you? Um, did, did you cry? Did you lock yourself in your room? No, I was actually quite surprised, and I'm like, huh. <laughs> I'm okay tau I rasa benda macam tu I okay Tapi right. I akan lagi macam Affected kalau orang macam Oh yang tu satu Lagi satu I was affected uh. This one I was not so affected Because before that I kena like another one Oh my god Takutnya Another one was When um, Tony Fernandez Actually announced that Maybe He's gonna try and bring BTS uh, Over right Right So I as a fan because I've I've been a fan for a while and mm-hmm. since yeah I'm like okay one day I'm gonna be on stage with them one day I'm gonna da, da, da. I mean I'm lucky enough to live those dreams yes. but I can dream right I can just berangan of as course. a fan macam oh my god satu hari nanti I wanna like jalan-jalan with uh, Justin Timberlake I mean it's okay to just say that totally fine it's like fantasy you totally. know like oh my god fantasy, my favorite artist if it happens if it happens yeah. like lucky us right of course so um I actually commented and said like, "Oh my God! If you need an MC, I'll, I'll, I want to be the MC. You know, yes. I'm here." Uh, so there were positive comments saying that, "Yeah, yeah, you deserve to be the the MC mm-hmm. uh, because, you know what you're doing, you know what you're yeah. talking about. We need somebody who has knowledge on the uh, group and things yes. like that." But suddenly on Twitter and on the comment section, they're like. Oh my god! Sending me DM, sending me things, saying that, "Macha, who the hell are you? Huh? We don't need you. We don't need you. Um, uh, yeah, because we want to see them, not you." Oh my god! Uh, but but people have to understand though that if like performers and all that come here, eventually we need a host anyway to to. No, no. The thing event. is, uh, no. They send me videos and like, okay, you see this? <laughs> this is a. BTS concert. If you're a fan, you would know that there are, there are no MCs oh my whatsoever God. at a concert. You know, but macam I got to lah. Like, macam it was just me saying that. Oh my God, the MC. Yeah. You never know. They need. They might need me for a press conference you're or right. a fan meeting. You know, it's like I was just I saying as a fan. So, but that one I had a lot and macam a lot of. It went international as well, so international oh fans attacked me as well, and I myself, I was so surprised because I mean, not all are like that. Like yeah. a lot of people backed me up and said, like, you know, it's okay. Like, a girl can dream, but adalah segelintir. Like some might say, mm-hmm. uh, have said that, like, who, who are you to have such a dream or something like that? Oh so, my god, <laughs> people are so mean I, online sometimes. You know, like, why you gotta? Yeah. Why? So yeah, why? and then like, who are you to want to MC an event? So I checked like, okay lah. Like I was so affected by it. I was so sad, but thank God, like there are more fans that were like very encouraging and said that I hope it doesn't change your perspective yeah. towards some fans because yeah. we are very supportive. It's just that maybe some 
are a bit too obsessed. Mm-hmm. So to that, that actually, extent, kan? Takut, I, eh? I, I was I was down for a few weeks. Macam, wow. Yeah, it really it really affected me. Even though I don't show it, of course, yeah. but I was attacked. Online, <laughs> but I really don't understand how people would say, "Who are you to say that?" Because, uh, frankly speaking, I'm not saying this because we're close, girl. Because I know, you know, how much you love K-pop. But honestly, I think among all the MCs in Malaysia who has hosted K-pop shows, who has uh, interviewed a K-pop artists, I think you are probably the most esteemed one in Malaysia, even though you're very young. But I think the most trustworthy platform that people go to for K-pop <laughs> is Hanif Azil. No bias here, it's legit. This is what I've been thinking of since. No, I guess because page. I'm a fan myself, so I know what I want yeah, as a fan. Correct. When I see a host on stage, I thought not much of host to main chakar. Yeah, correct, 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 correct. Uh, the K-pop culture, K-pop, K-drama, Korean entertainment scene is so different. So. Macam you need to know what you're talking about. It's not as easy as interviewing any other right. international artist. I am very scared. So, I, I think I've interviewed one K-pop artist before. I think it was Dean. I mean, would you say he's K-pop? Did oh, they K-pop? Oh my god! That's a very K-pop girl. Uh, the R&B. Okay, um, a Korean pop. artist. Like, too, I was very scared actually. I think I cross-checked with you a few things. He's like, Dean, so like, nice. Melissa. But he is very sweet though. But then again, because of the things that frequently happen, like how fans are very particular about you have you can't ask this kind of question. Even their management, by the way, people, their management are very strict as well. We're not saying it's a bad thing, but yeah. it is what it is. They are very strict. Questions need to be precise. Whatever you send them, you cannot simply change. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, and after we finish all of that, and then when the interview is out, and they're like, "Why do you ask such simple questions? Why do you do this? Why uh, do you sit so far from the person? You make mm. the person look uh, so uncomfortable." So I mean, but that was the. <laughs> That was the direction that I was that I, that was given to me. So and I you approved them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I lah. So right. I think fans also don't know what we have to go through right. um, in You're order right. to interview certain artists. Watch out, K-pop lah ni. That's right. Okay, that's very interesting. I like how we 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 started off very very K-pop because Honey's branding is very strong with K-pop. So today starting on K-pop, I think all of your fans are like, yes, BTS, yes, come to Malaysia and all that. But okay, let's wrap up about this whole K-pop thing. Um, by asking you, honey, to please tell the people out there, especially could be your friends, could be anyone close to you, yang selalu kata, honey, honey, please, boleh tak um, bawa I pergi interview dengan you? I'm sure you pernah kena. Atau macam, nak masuk. Ramai! <laughs> Ambil video, sangat. boleh tak nak sebut nama I? Guys, let honey explain to you how difficult it is to cap this segment all off. Exactly, okay. So, what we have to go through uh, when we know that an artist is coming or something, Usually, they would send an invite for an interview through our management. So, like a radio is radio, or sometimes I get emails from the event company itself. Mm-hmm. So they will ask, like, uh, "Can you MC this event, or can you interview?" Okay, kalau interview is is lagi strict lah to me. So interview. You will have to send in twenty questions, maybe sometimes from two weeks to one month before. Mm-hmm. Send in twenty questions. Okay, maybe they will approve um, seven if you're lucky, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe like if you're lucky. And the questions sometimes get tanya semua yang macam oh my god so interesting and all, but they will only like choose the ones yang macam so how do you feel being here in Malaysia? Oh um, god, what's your update? Because um, they still need those questions in because. 
if we terus tanya something else, they'll be like, no, we need you to ask about this concert. You need like that. Okay. Right. So after they have chosen, maybe okay, let's say I pernah lah misalnya they chose like ten lah ten. Mm. They chose ten, and then um, they say, okay, you are given twenty minutes with this artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, do note that you are not allowed to switch on your phone uh, due throughout the the interview. Um, your phone will be checked <laughs> and things like that. Okay. And so, yeah, you also meminta selfie um, and video dedication. You cannot. People cannot. Yeah, kita pun tak boleh ambil foto. So usually, I, I will ask the the email if I can take a photo with uh, the artist. Okay. Right. So. Bila dah sampai, they would like brief you again, saying that okay, uh, these are the things you can't do. Da 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 da. You can't sit like other yang you cannot sit too close. Other wow. yang you cannot sit same. So I'm oh, just okay. Yeah. Uh, very strict. Like you have to sit across and things like that. And then like before nak masuk, tiba-tiba orang cakap ni you dah plan ni everything you want to do. Sorry, the interview is cut to five minutes oh. and you only take take. Three questions. <laughs> so we're like, um, macam mana? So we have to just make do uh, with whatever. And because there are a lot of restrictions, maybe nak ambil gambar tak boleh. They check your phone whether you really did like uh, sneak some photos. Wow, they check, eh? Hmm. So we have to be really, really careful. So I think um, my interview with uh, one artist that was Lee Sunggi got uh, criticized. Um, really, like, like macam orang kata, I look very uncomfortable. I made him uncomfortable. Uh, my questions were boring. Well, I I really want to get it out there that macam uh, I tried my best to give out like so many questions, but it was not approved. And the management was where well, the, uh, the management was so strict. I was not allowed to sit too close or be too mm. close or too friendly. Oh uh, so these were the things that I was told to do, and on camera, memang it look I look distant because he also I think uh, since we sent the questions beforehand, he had everything like uh, memorized mm. because uh, he also had to make sure that everything goes well. Yeah. Because kalau kita tak, kita dua kena Like, I right. lah especially So, right. I can get banned And then, I was looking at the camera a lot And not at Lee Sunggi Because, mm. yeah, I was told not to get too friendly So And you have to read the room in a way, kan? Like, macam, okay Whichever that makes the artist comfortable Paksa lah If you don't want me to make too much I contact ke apa ke It's okay I'll yeah. divert it elsewhere So, for that one, I only had three minutes Oh my So, goodness. imagine, like That was, that was really tough for me Mm-hmm. And I don't blame people for criticizing that um, that interview yep, because yep. well, I wish I, I could do more, but that was the situation that I was in. So, memang susah lah. Yang tu dah memang cakap tak boleh ambil gambar, but wow. some are very lenient. Macam okay, you can take a photo, things mm-hmm. like that. But we have to send an email for that. There you go, people. So it's not easy at all. Okay, na interview celebrities ke, tak kisah K-pop ke, other international stars ke. It's not simply masuk tu. Okay, half an hour. Okay, do whatever I want with this artist. I na buat extra story ke. Okay, my friend. Yeah. I did the meet dedication. We wish we could do that. We wish we we could take our friends backstage. But reality check, people. We do not own the companies that we represent. Okay, kita hanya kuli sahaja. Jadi hantar untuk. Because at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a work job. is work and people. Work is work, correct. People macam tanya like, oh my god, how can you like maintain your coolness, macam with all the stars? Mm-hmm. I every time masuk, I macam 
work is work I'm right. representing somebody I'm representing Agreed. myself yeah. I have to be professional Walaupun dalam hati macam Okay so I just learned to tune it lah Whenever I interview people. I absolutely agree with you When I went to see Dua Lipa that one time People were like Oh my god how come you were so cool I was like Just like what you said earlier It's more of like You gotta switch that work mode in, in, Inside there You are not a fan fan tau You have to put aside that Oh my god I'm a big fan of you Tak boleh You cannot And I think Over time, your mind automatically is hardwired to think that way when you're in there with big Because stars. Okay? Not, not everybody gets that chance. So, you're right. macam we want to make sure the five to ten minutes that we get yang susah sangat nak dapat tu, we use it properly and mm-hmm. not waste our. Macam kita punya kerja ni like it's a tanggungjawab. So yes. we cannot like it's oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Kita ya, kita oh my god, oh my god, dah habis dah tiga minit tu. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you you have to be professional and mm-hmm. macam, because you're doing it for other people as well. Yeah. Yep. Okay, now let's get going with Hani Fadil in her twenties. I mean, just now basically it was something to do with her twenties as well because all of this you've been doing at such a young age where people who are beyond your age can only dream of. And yeah, Alhamdulillah, you are you are blessed with so much in your career. So besides the mm-hmm. career, now let's get to know Hanif Azil as an individual. Besides the whole radio part, the TV host, the interviewer, you are 29. You're one year away from hitting the big three zero. So I think yes, <laughs> your face was like yes, can you stop reminding me that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mm. you know, once you reach this age, I think in retrospect, you've gone through so much already. Emotion, uh, emotion changes, perhaps uh, mindset shifting daripada awal 20s up till now. So before we go to the part where we talk about how much have you changed, how were you in general in your 20s? What kind of person were you? Were you very pushy? Were you always angry? Were you always moody? Selalu PMS? Macam mana Hanif Azil? Oh my god! I think I stopped counting my age at 25. I always wow. feel that I'm 25. Yeah, she was I shocked when I told her just now. You 29 kan? She said, huh, actually baru a few minutes before we shoot. I said that I 29. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because macam... Uh, to me, age is just a number. Um, I guess I get that from my mom because she's very... She's very like, you know what? She she has a hashtag with her friends like teenager and makcik body, you know? Auntie so, Peach, love you. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I feel like... She she has taught me that you know age is just a number. You because I think budak budak sekarang I takut because everybody wants to grow up so fast. You're so like, right. As for me, I want to live in the moment. Like if I want something, like, some people might be afraid to be judged. Like macam oh my god, such a budak. Like who does that anymore? You know. Mm. But for me, if I want to do something, let me just do something. I don't care about the age. Yeah, yeah. You yep. know, like for instance, my 21st birthday. You know how 21st birthdays, a lot of kids our age, I mean at that age, my job. Oh my god, 21, we're legal, we can do a party at a party. club. Party! Like that, you yeah. know? Ah, what's the name of 21? Oh my 21st birthday, 21st birthday, you have the bouncy castle. Bouncy castle? Yeah, so um, instead of uh, doing it at a club and things like that, um, I wanted to have like a fun birthday party which wow. I know others wouldn't think of I mean at that age lah macam right. semua nak grow fast but I'm like you know what I, let's I go backwards as ages is a number so yeah. I 
ordered my own bouncy castle yang kat situ I tulis like macam adults only Oh my god, that's so cool! We always go to birthday parties and like only kids can boleh jump, right? So this was a chance for yeah. my friends and I and the friends. kids in, in us, right? That that childhood part of us is exactly. still there. We all just eat teringin at pagi, but we can't because that's only for kids. Exactly. So I had that with like all the games here, much a musical chair, pass the parcel. Whoa. I mean, it was like so. I don't like. I'm like, oh my god, so childish. But you know, at the end of the day, if you have fun, you have fun. Yes. Tak kisa how pun lah, kan? Yeah. So, um, yeah, growing up, like in my twenties, I think I made a lot of friends, and I'm among the kind yang I like to build connections. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the difference between my early twenties and like the other half is that early twenties so much okay. Nak, I want to make sure that everybody is happy. I need my rajinlah like macam nak make sure everybody is always okay. connected. Da, 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 da. Uh-huh. But half of the, my macam half of my 20s lagi I macam you know what? I think lah especially last year, starting last year. Okay. I I thought that which you know this is the time that I focus on myself. Ah uh, macam tu. Because I always put other people first. Yes. So ni I dah macam Uh, you know what? Uh, it made me realize that it's okay to put yourself first. Yeah. I mean, putting yourself first doesn't mean neglecting people around you. You're right. You're just putting yourself first. And I like this one line that I've heard before. It's, uh, it's not selfish to be selfless. Mm, you know, yes. because sometimes, and like you said, it's not a selfish act of macam, Allah, I don't need to care about other people. You, 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 by nature, you are someone who's very caring about people around you. But at the same time, you realize that, hey, if I keep just doing that, pouring uh, what full cups of water into other people's cups, then what's in it for me? Cheers, you better talk like that's in me, can? Yeah, betul, betul, betul. I mean, yeah. So that was how I was growing up. I'm macam, I, I like, I memang, I need sejenis yang suka keep memories and other sentiment. Sentimental value for everything. You are nostalgic, aren't you? Yes, yes, I am. So, much like even my friends always check out. Why do you remember all these things that we don't even remember? So, look, at, I like, look at the wall. Look at the wall. The belakang Hani pun dah tahu dah that she is telling the truth. Yes. Look at all the Polaroids and pictures. Gambar tadika de, gambar semua lah. So, much like I like to keep memories and all because a part of each and everybody that I meet, much like it's a part of me as well. But like. For the past two three years, me especially last year, made me realize that like, you know I need to have time for myself and to grow. Yes. But in some growth, lagi, you know. Correct, correct. Mm. And besides physical growth, right? I think in our twenties, one thing that's very important to realize is emotional and mental growth as well. You know, it's yeah. something that maybe the way we thought before was different, and sekarang we're like, oh my god, how come I never perceive things in this way? Last time maybe I was mm. too rushed. Or perhaps I never yeah. okay, like you said, because self love. Maybe back then we used to feel much. Like, what nonsense, self love. Self love, self love. Like there's no such thing. But I think as we age, you come a point where you realize, like, oh my god, it actually exists, and you need to go through that. You need to really liberate yourself, can honey? Yes, you need to like take a moment to sit down and just see what's around you, rather than much. Like, okay, okay, well, what's next? What's next? What's next? Because since mm-hmm. I was in high school, I was always much. Like, Okay, after this, not what me. After this, not what right. me. So mm-hmm. they're like, okay, everything just kept on coming and coming and coming. So that was when I learned to make decisions for myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. macam when I ended my career in radio. I mean, that is a big step, you know. Oh yeah. But it made me think more and see. Okay, 
what is life mm-hmm. uh, why am i doing this i was so busy and i didn't have any balance buat macam i macam work work and kawan-kawan family family for me to be everywhere at once it was exhausting and tiring I'm and sure it was a toll on me also so i macam nah actually ah so like in high school i dah macam okay um Like from three to dah tahu dah nak ambil what stream because I I know <laughs> that I was gonna take mascom right. so okay mascom I nak ambil diploma and then degree and then I, I always thought like okay at twenty one I wanted to get married and uh, I wanted to be a young mom tapi sekali I pikir balik macam it doesn't work that way you have to go through things and absorb. Some things are beyond Resident. your control. That's right. We always feel like we're yeah. gonna plan, plan, plan. But sometimes the things that teach us the most are those that are beyond our planning, are beyond our control. Yes, yes, yes. And the more you like chill, not let go, definitely all the way. Like yeah. okay, no need to care lah. Tapi pikir tak lah. And then you need to like chill when things don't go your way. You just like okay, it's okay. We'll find another solution. Or there must be something. That's good. That's gonna come out of this. So it's how you look at things. I guess mm. because my early twenties, mm. mm. early twenties. Yeah. So I even even had friends yang macam tak faham kenapa I'm always so happy go lucky and right. why who is so happy all the time? Why so chill? I mean, everybody has like has their own way of going through things. And yeah. why can't other people be happy? So. How mm. you look at other people also shows who you are. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I met this few celebrities that much opened my eyes to what must have been through my my early twenties. The things they say, but I much oh my god, I always think about what I feel about people and how I see things. But actually, there are a lot more. We don't know what people go through. What's their background? How they got there? So I cannot yeah. judge people I do right think away. Think sometimes it makes you think a lot. Which like, oh my god, that's a fikir pula. Because we always look at life as something very objective. Like let's say if a person doesn't like me, or if a person acts a certain way, eh, that person is so mean. But then as we age, because we go through different things, we factor in different stuff as well. Much like, about what if this person goes through this. I think it humanizes you more as you age. And you know, yes. with all the blessings that you've had throughout your twenties. I'm sure people are like, "Mateo, mm-hmm. like you were very happy with Lucky Dilugan," which I do believe that you are. It's not something that you just put up on the front, but I think by nature, your family and you are very jolly, very cheerful. Even your mom at that age was super chill, super cute. But did you ever come to a point where tiba-tiba, even though everything was going well, you had a point of unhappiness, or perhaps I don't want to use the word depressed because I think that's a very big word, but maybe it was a depressing. Time of your life. Of course, because when I'm, satu masalah I pula. I don't like to show people when I cry or when yeah. I'm sad, you know. And I don't believe in I'm mad at something and I let it go on something else. Oh, right. I don't believe in that, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's bad also because then I put it all on myself. Eventually, so uh, you bottle up, bottle up, bottle up, boom. Yeah, I super simpan, 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 simpan. But I will like. Break down on my own or something like that, but sometimes when I keep it to myself, it gives me time to like think and see how I can go through things. Like, and I need to, you need to part forgive you guys. Like, you right. know what? I I just put things in the past. Like, I I'll be the bigger person lah, whatever lah. Is that a good thing you or a bad thing to you? Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. Tapi <laughs> now it's okay. Life must go on. If you yeah. don't like me, you don't come to me. It's okay. I'll yeah. just go on with my life. You're not paying my bills. 
Correct. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Terasa tu mesti yeah. akan ada lah for a while. But I think it's the degree of how much it affects you. I think as you age, dia macam yes. go down sikit kan? Yeah, it goes down more and more lah. Macam of course, um, growing up, we had like high school friends yang makin lama makin kita rapat college friends that we were so close to and yeah. suddenly we don't even talk to anymore I mean earlier macam awal-awal it's like oh my god friendship breakups are the worst like oh you get affected for a whole year macam breakup relationship tau yeah yeah and I'm macam because you share so much memories kan tapi nowadays I macam I respect whatever decision you want to make because mm-hmm. That person must want something for themselves as well, you know. When if they want to come back, they will come back. If not, it's okay. Say la vie, people. Say la vie. That's life. That's yeah, life. Normal, normal. That's life. So I'm a child. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our our it was crazy lah, because we wanted to make sure that everything was doing. Yeah. And tablina accept. Kalau macam tiba-tiba macam something that you thought was gonna last forever, tiba-tiba doesn't even matter. No, this can't be it. This can't be it. And I think like at your age now, especially, or I think I believe that at my age, I I feel similar way as you is because you know how budak budak zaman sekarang we age much faster because of social media mm-hmm. and all that. So whatever you feel right now could be what I am going through as well. It's crazy how the world works now, you know. Yeah, so I think, everybody. Hey, yeah, so I I do think that sekarang pun it's like yeah lah. Kalau it doesn't work out, cawah tak apa lah. So tak sedih tu tipu lah. I think that's gonna be. Sadness, frustration, sampai ke tua bangka pun, you still gonna feel it too. But then you might be affected by it not as long as before. After a while, you're like, are we on good terms like we were before? Well, no, yeah. no. But am I gonna confront that person? Honestly, no need lah. Tak apa, we just accept yeah. it. Tak payah nak hold grudges kata ke, whatever, you know? Yeah, and if you're not happy with something, just say it. Stop complaining. I mean, this Korean drama that I watched, Korean drama pula lah. Let's hear it, let's hear it. Which one is this? I think it was she was pretty. So there was a scene between these two best friends. Yeah, macam the best friend was having macam was having trouble adapting to the new work life because mm. dia ni bukan jenis perempuan yang fashion and all. So dia kena okay. kerja dengan fashion magazine. So she's like, oh my god, everybody is so annoying. Everybody's so different. Like they're saying that everything I do is wrong. So the friend, I think, because she heard her complain so much already, and then she said this, you complain every day. But and you keep uh, complaining about the people that you work with. Mm-hmm. But what are you doing to change that? Ooh. Are you doing anything to change that? That's a good are thing to bring up. Are you anything to change that situation? Yeah. So that actually hit me like, like, yeah. Sometimes you complain like, I hate my job. The boss ain't even ada lah. Actually, she tegu apa buat? Tapi we sometimes don't see what we do wrong. So we're like, yeah. okay, maybe ada salah dia or something, but. We take what we can and we try to improve ourselves from then. Give and take is very important. I love that. So I you love that. On yourself as well. Inwards as well. Can not just what's happening. Yeah. What can you do yeah. to improve the situation? Yeah. Because like I cannot stay in a rut forever and blame on other exactly. people. Exactly. So what can you do in that situation? If you really think that that person cannot change and you've done everything, then leave. Yep. And at 29 right now, what are the things that you think you've managed and improved on so much from earlier on in your 20s besides the part about you kata pasal friendships and everything? Other things that you're happy that, oh my god, I'm so glad I'm no longer in that hole of emotions awal-awal my 20s dulu. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm more chilled uh, and like when something that is not going my way happens, I'm more like, ah, it's okay. Kalau kereta I kena langgar, if somebody hits me, 
I won't be the one like, oh my god, my car, things like that. I think, am I okay? Can I pay for that? Oh, it sucks. But you know what? See the good. True story. It happened to Honey last year, masa bulan puasa. I was on the phone with Honey actually. Eh, tiba-tiba kena bumbu. Macam, apa ke benda tu? I call you, but I don't know. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I was stressed. At that moment, I was stressed. Yeah, macam, why now? But, yeah. Lepas tu macam, ah chill, it's okay, I'm safe. It sucks but life must go on. You life must go on. Oh my god, my car, <laughs> things like that. So I feel like I'm more relaxed in that sense. Um, right. I don't panic that much. I go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that, you know, if you keep on working hard, if you work hard for it, you'll get it, you know. And Rizuki will always be there. I focus more on myself and my family, which matters the most. One of the reasons why I actually stopped working in radio lah was because I had a five years straight of just focusing on my career, focusing on building myself. Time stops for no one. My parents are getting older, you know, family. I know family is forever, but they won't be physically there forever, you know. You're right. You're right. So, You boleh sibuk kerja 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 kerja, but how about your time with your family? So you need to have a balance, and I feel like the timing is like also perfect. Mula-mula um, hmm. I macam, eh, macam mana ni? Time I berhenti lah suddenly. All events are cancelled. When this year I'm supposed to focus oh on K-pop. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. So right. I'm like, did I make the right decision? Like. I'm not getting any pay. How do I uh, go on with this? But like I said, rezeki tu ada je, you know. I, yes. I get to do TV shows as well, you know. I still get to do postings, you know. Not as much, as much macam mana ni. And then with PKP happening and all. And then I got pregnant. I mean, it happened before PKP, right? Yeah. Before MCO. I'm like, oh, things are going out actually really well because before this I wouldn't even have time to focus on myself mm-hmm. and this is the time that I get to focus on myself and being pregnant and my baby yes. and um, I, I have no stress sangat um, Alhamdulillah yeah so and also I had the worry I'm like oh my god what if like before this I was working on radio and all I suddenly get pregnant and then I have to cancel all my K-pop events that I have to do <laughs> so things like K-pop that K-pop tetap di, di sini eh <laughs> yeah macam how and then the timing of the MCO and everything that's happening macam Okay, first I get to rest at home because my first trimester was really, really bad. Mm. So, I didn't have to go on air. I mean, TV shows like once a week je. Uh, and then, K-pop events, I tak payah focus because, I mean, most of them are postponed or cancelled. Yeah. So, macam, I wouldn't have that guilt yang macam, oh man, I didn't get that job, you know. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, things are going accordingly lah. Yes. So, I feel that it, It's a blessing in this guys for me and everything happened at the right time. Absolutely wonderful to hear that honey. And I do agree with you that PAPD is like a a reset that we all never thought we we never thought we needed. Because yeah. it forces us to memang just chill, reflect. Because before this I think we were just too busy. Everything was like one after yeah. another. Not I mean yeah. not complaining. We did love our jobs and all that. We did love being on the go, but at the same time, we never really thought we needed to like 
take a break because before this our break was macam okay kita be like three or, or like a one week off pergi cuti pergi holiday but that's not actually enough you know no one yeah, really exactly. has the time to betul-betul yeah. and macam oh my god and i think reflecting people always associate reflecting with imi- apa continuously feeling good macam like, oh my god yes i feel liberated but i think mco ni because it's been what, over three months kot kan Three months ni, it was a whirlwind of emotions. I think some days were great, some days not so much. Yeah. You know, but lama-lama macam getting better lah, kot. Now we're more adapt, uh, well adapted. We adapt to the situation. I mean, we are considered lucky because we still have a job and we yep, still yep. have a family. We have a roof to yes. um, get shelter. Semua. Some people are not as lucky, and I tengok like from Ramadan and MCO and everything. It's just gives me so much joy to see that everybody giving you know yep, even yep. though we all are struggling not everybody has that much but we all are helping each other and mm-hmm. i think it is an eye opener for everybody so it's a blessing in disguise indeed absolutely okay honey before we wrap up today's session would you say that escaping your 20s need do you think life is getting easier or it's getting harder Adulting is definitely hard because first half of your 20s maybe you have everything set yeah macam okay masuk college okay go to university okay try to get a job yeah. but maintaining everything because there's always something coming you know getting married getting a child getting a house getting a car your responsibilities makin lama makin like it goes up and up and up i feel that whatever age you are everybody has their own obstacles to go through my tip is to just go with it and not like stress too much to the point that you don't get things done yeah you know but it's okay to take a break it's okay to take a break note to self note to that self as well (laughs) do do it again yes yes and and piano i just dapat soalan daripada orang okay which is from my husband oh my god Uh, tanya piano macam mana niki time the interview (laughs) niki zefania is it yeah because he's such a fan Nikki was yeah. so cute. She was so cool. The siap about Sinetron punya segment lagi. I thought it was going to be like an Ashraf Sinclair meets Bunga Cita Lestari punya moment. Kan they met during an interview, ingat tak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, interview yeah. dorang. Eh, bukan eh? Oh, sorry, no, sorry. It was Nikki's life punya interview. That was Shalma and I. It was Shalma. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So at that point, was I was like, yeah, it was Shalma. I think so. I, I saw the interview uh, recently. So, I thought macam, okay, I dengan Nikki punya interview ni, this, they can meet cute, you know, this Malaysian boy, jumpa Indonesian girl. But news flash, Keanu, You're not as good looking as Almarhum Ashraf Sinclair, so I guess gave it. She gave it a pass, lah. She was like, "Tak apalah," but it was very fun, lah. Nikki Chengini, lah, Chengini. Eh? Thank you so much, honey, for joining me here on that Twinnies show. So fun to. I think this is the time that I really get to know even more daripada because kita buat borak ni, we don't really go in details about life and problems. Yeah, and because you you talk about yourself most of the time. That is hilarious, <laughs> but that is so true. So finally, this is the one time where I let honey speak and not just myself talking, lah. Yes. But whatever the honey said just now, I I do believe that she talks about it from her heart because actually I don't think I even told you this personally. But I think a few weeks back, or was it a month back in Lampasa, I was talking about you about some anxiety issues that I had. I said I can't take this anymore. You know, it was so bad. Like you said, honestly, you know, it's just part of growing up. And ever since that day, I told myself, yes, I've heard that so many times. Everyone's been telling me that. But I think sometimes you could say the right thing at the right time. And it hits differently, quote. So, I'm like, I'm like, oh, fine. So, I did feel miserable the day after that. I'm like, 
apa buat honey sit semalam it's part of growing up tak apa and eventually i just try to master the art of macam letting go i'm like yes i do feel it but i don't want to acknowledge it too much i don't want to give it too much attention like i'm not denying that it's there because previously i was always yes. the kind of person yang macam like oh my god why do i feel like this before that before i go to sleep tonight i must feel okay today i must feel good but honestly exactly. if it doesn't feel right what about macam mana you just have to go on with your life like you say you cannot just stop you cannot the, the world will not stop just to make sure you're okay and then kita move on you know you just do whatever you need to do while acknowledging that yes it's there then lama-lama it actually did improve uh, gradually alhamdulillah since that day that I talked to Hani so people hopefully you guys will improve banyak benda cakap dengan Hani Fadzil she might be a keynote speaker lepas ni since dia tahu dia influential mm. <laughs> we'll see about that yes and good luck for your last you're heading towards your last trimester soon is it? no last second yet, eh? lah you're already in your second Hello, trimester I've five months that's four oh, five months, months. Hello. Hello. Okay lah, one more month lepas tu last trimester lah kan? Yeah, it should be. <laughs> anyway, oh, Hani, this... thank you so much and and yes, congrats again on baby number one. For more babies to come soon, inshallah. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. It was nice talking to you. Likewise. Kamsa Hamidah, Hani. Kamsa Hamidah. Nee, Kamsa Hamidah.